Welcome to Three Skulls Tavern, a channel devoted to tabletop role-playing games by Free League Publishing. This show is sponsored by Worldmill, online server hosting for the Foundry Virtual Tabletop. To support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash mattk. For a minimum of $2 per month, you get access to a ton of extra content. The joys of live streaming. Forgot to unmute myself. Hello and welcome back to episode 9 of my Forbidden Land solo campaign. I'm Matt, the GM, the player, all of the above. The solo the solo player in this game. Um, and yeah, I'm going to jump straight into it. If you remember from last episode, it was two weeks ago, what now? So I'll just give a very quick update. Um, Udo had been mauled by a grey bear which is effectively a monster bear um, it doesn't follow necessarily the same rules of, of wilderness um, law that, that a normal bear would um, so I, I know there were some comments of people saying this is how a bear would react in a lot of situations I think that's fair and should direct has helped me to direct some of its actions but there is definitely an entry in the game about how this bear um, behaves because it's not a normal bear. It's basically like perhaps demon in, um, influenced or something like that. So anyway, this bear mauled Udo and took him away to its cave, which was only one hex away from where uh, Udo got attacked. Yubi managed to stay hidden. She had done a little bit of damage to the bear, but only a little, um, and followed the bear back to its cave managed to get herself up in a hiding spot up a tree, which Udo was not able to do, um, and basically had a, you know, waited until the bear left its cave, then went in, grabbed Udo, who was kind of unconscious, in a very bad state, um, tried to quickly heal him, patch him up, failed, and Udo was basically left with I believe he had a punctured... I'm going to have to look this up very quickly, but I believe he had a punctured lung. I forgot to look exactly what he had. Um, give me one second. Udo's injury. Punctured lung. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Udo has a punctured lung. He's in a bad state, and with rolling the dice for its lethality worked out that he was go he would die from his injury within four days. So, not that Yubi knows this, of course, but um, <laughs> mechanically... Uh, yeah, Udo's got four days before he's dead. Um, half of that is passed already. Not half of it, sorry. Uh, one full day has passed already um, from when he got his injury. And we're halfway through. So I worked out it was going to be the third of Winter Wayne, the new month. Um, not Winter Wayne, it should be Winter Rise. I need to fix that very quickly on my calendar as well. Um, but basically, yeah. Um, yeah, so Udo is going to um, die very, very soon, like within three days. And it's up to Yubi to try and save him. Now, the bear hasn't returned. It's still out from its cave. Yubi has tried and failed to build a, a decent raft to get Udo and her onto the river and to a village she, she knows should be nearby, upriver, uh, towards the mountains. Um, but because she, because I failed that role for her, she is, she's basically built something a little bit ramshackle and the, I, I kind of wasn't sure what that meant exactly. I was, I was suggesting that the, the raft would be able to get her just across the river, um, like to cross the river, but no further than when it fall apart. I've since thought that I'm going to actually be asking the Oracle if the boat is still staying in one piece or if it's starting to fall apart. 
Um, and I'm going to ask the oracle instead, and I'm going to stack the oracle to give me um, like an unlikely or likely answer, depending how they answer, but then depending on how I phrase the question, um, to stock, stack the odds in favor of the raft falling apart. So it could be that this makeshift raft that she's built um, can maybe see her and Udo all the way to this village. Um, but I will be asking... I've, I've decided I'm going to be asking every um, quarter day that the raft is being used, I'm going to be asking the oracle if it's still staying in one piece. So that's not just every hex. The village is about four hexes away. We'll have a look at the map in a second, but that's effectively what, I'm, um, what I want to do. So... Um, let me give me one second while I just change the map here to be on the correct day. We should be the first of winter rise. And the day of the week should be... I don't know what it is. Uh, let me look. Uh, I don't have it with me right now. I'll change it later. So it's the first of winter rise at midnight. Okay. So this is also kind of an interesting thing. Um, the the day of the... Like, I've been talking for a while in this in this campaign so far that... Um, we're in the autumn. We were in the autumn, and winter was just around the corner. Winter is coming. Well, winter has arrived. Um, as of as of when we're starting this game right now, it is midnight on the first of winter rise, the first day of winter. Um, so things are getting chillier. <laughs> things are going to get harder. Um, foraging, hunting, like everything that you do with with like resisting cold, etc. Um, just everything gets more awkward when it becomes winter, as you'd expect. So. We really need to get to this village uh, as quickly as possible because um, Yubi is already suffering from the effects of cold and she's tired. And I think with uh, with that, we're going to get started. One of the first things I'm going to be looking up is... Uh, in fact, I'll, I'll switch over to my foundry view here. Um, I've made it look a little bit different. As you can see, my face isn't filling up everything. I'm trying to give a bit more real estate to the, um, to the, the foundry instance off to the side here. Um, so what I've done is I've split out the uh, the chat log and just put it above me. So the chat log will always be displayed. Um, yeah, it just makes it a little bit more easy to kind of, uh, you know, see what's going on on the screen. So if I, I'm actually going to open up here. I'm going to open the, um, the journal. And I'm going to go to the player's handbook. We're going to open up the bit about combat and damage. And there's a bit here where it talks about, um, it's basically damage and recovery. And it's going to be at the end of this section where it's going to be talking about um, non-typical damage and, uh, you know, cold and all the rest of it somewhere around here. Hmm. Uh, in fact, I'm going to type in here cold. No, okay, so it's not in this section. Um, conditions, that's the one. So, sleepy. These are things I need to resolve now for Yubi because Yubi is effectively um, suffering from sleepy and she's suffering from cold and I might need to do some rolls for her endurance or for something else right now. Um, so being sleepy, it says um, after one day without sleep, so she's entering the first day where she's not had sleep, she becomes sleepy. She's now sleepy. She can't recover wits except through magic. Fine, we'll talk about that later. You suffer one point of damage to your wits each day. Okay. And as soon as you step, you're no longer sleep. So that's a pretty straightforward one. If I open up Yubi's um, thing here, we can just say that she's taken... Ooh, I don't know if she already had taken one wits damage, but I, I think I had done a... Um... Hmm. You know what? We're going to make this a bit brutal. Um, she's going to need to sleep soon. So we're just going to... We're going to say... Whoops. Uh, we're going to say here that she's taken um, a second wits damage. 
This is not going to go good for her leading the way in scouting roles either, bloody hell. Um, oh, sound is glitchy. Is the sound still glitchy, everyone? I'm just seeing that in the in the stream. The joys of um, live streaming with a bad internet connection. And this is one of the benefits of um, of pre-recording and then editing afterwards. It's a lot of work, but um, I am kind of guaranteed because I don't have to do anything with the internet other than access Foundry. Um, I don't tend to have any of these sort of issues. So anyway, hopefully the sound is going to be okay. I'll just power on and just hope that the video is going to be the video is going to be okay afterwards. Sorry about this. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyway, so Sleepy, we've we've given her um, one wits damage. I'm gonna go down to cold now. This is the this is the really brutal one, right? Um, I have to roll endurance regularly. The colder it is, the more frequently you need to roll. Okay. Now we're entering the winter, so I'm gonna have to basically be rolling fairly calm, uh, fairly often. And really, what it should what I should be doing is rolling probably endurance every um, quarter day now that it's winter. I will check the weather the weather guide and see just what's happening with the weather as well. Um, but yeah, basically, as it says here, um, in the depth of, in the depth of winter, you have to roll once every hour. It's not the depth of winter, but we're in win winter now. That's why I'm saying every quarter day. Winter has just started, so um, I have to roll endurance for Yubi. So we're gonna roll that right now. Oh, and I might actually, she does have a blanket, which I think gives her a bonus against cold. It does. So she's probably got this blanket like wrapped around her. So I'm going to give her one. I'm going to roll just for her gear. Um, just for her gear. How do I do that? I think I'll just roll in the chat. Um, okay. So she has failed, um, and I'm not, this is a kind of a passive roll, the endurance roll for, for cold. So I'm gonna leave it as it is. Um, a blanket can give you extra dice to roll. If you fail, you become cold. Right, I already am cold. I immediately take one point of damage to both strength and wits. Ah, that's why I had the strength, um, ooh, but the strength was okay. I mean, that that basically looks like I'm gonna, it's gonna break her. I don't remember why I had the wits ticked already. I, I assume that might've been from Sleepy, so I'm gonna let that, that one damage to wits slide. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to take strength, just because otherwise it's going to be very, um, a very deadly <laughs> end to the campaign. She's probably going to die anyway, being cold um, and sleepy. Like, her wits are going to drop. She's going to fall asleep, and we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah. Um, you can even hallucinate, etc., up to the GM to decide. Some say that when you're close to freezing to death, you feel a strong burning sensation that makes you take your clothes off. I have to keep rolling. If my strength is broken when I'm cold, I die the next time I have to roll. I cannot recover strength or wits only after you've warm up again. If by only by campfire you're able to um, recover those attributes. So, all right. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> this is this is gonna. Let's see how this ends. Um, What am I doing here? 
I'm in the wrong thing. That's why I can't do anything. Okay, now I can move around. Okay, so the next thing I want to do is um, I want to roll 2d6 here for my weather chart to see what hap what's what happening with the weather. I'm going to do this every day. So roll 2d6. A 5. A 5 moons means it moves down this way, so it's actually snowing. Brilliant. So, yeah, that's not going to help with being cold at all. Um... And if we can see here from the from the um, the legend that it's a snow flurry, so it's not it's not like just normal snow. It's not a heavy snow. It's a light uh, flurry, so it's cold enough that it's kind of around freezing. Um, so yeah, not ideal. So we've built this. We've I've already progressed the the clock to take us to midnight. Um, now Yubi can get along just fine, even though it is moon. Um, even though it is midnight, it's dark because she's a goblin. She has nocturnal vision. Um, so that's why she's setting out. She's dragging um, Udo out onto this makeshift, makeshift raft that she's that she's kind of thrown together, and she is pushing him and her off into the into the river. And I think it makes sense that because it's not been constructed particularly well, they're both getting wet. And I'm gonna have Udo. I mean, Udo's strength is already down. I'm gonna ignore Udo's coldness for for the moment, just because um, it seems a bit pointless to have him um, use a fate point to not be dead, to then just die from hypothermia, which is probably likely anyway, um, as Yubi's trying to save him. So we're going to kind of brush past that a little bit um, and just kind of progress this along. So um, the two of them set off into the new hex and in this new hex there's going to be some new things happening and for this hex I'm basically going to click drag her along as you can see here with what it looks like um, it's going straight into this hex here, so they're kind of on the river still, right about there. And the first thing to do, if I if I go open this up and I look at the travel things here, is that um, I do actually need Yubi to do quite a lot here. She's going to be keeping watch, she's going to be leading the way. So leading the way is the first one, I just click on her here, I click here actually on lead the way. Nope, I can't remember how to do this, just click on Yubi like that. Yeah, alright, well it's, it's um, survival roll. And she's rolling a single dice because of her wits, so is likely to be a mishap here. Um, yeah, I'm not pushing it either. So we have a lead the way mishap. Um, I'm gonna ask about an encounter in a second, um, but I think I'll do. I'll resolve the mishap first. So if I come down here and go to my mishaps, where are my mishaps? Journeying mishaps. Click there and it's lead the way. So I click there. A persistent animal, a squirrel, bird, or other small animal follows you around, doesn't leave you alone. I've had this one before. This was uh, what happened when I was uh, coming up against the great insulter, the orc who was um, was almost kind of almost took out Udo at the very beginning. Um, it might make a noise at some inappropriate time, eat your food, or steal something. I'm gonna say it's the same squirrel that was there before. Um, just really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be that same squirrel that was kind of annoying us before. I've just seen Dorigo just say, dude, you can't buy a six in this campaign. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's good. When you're, when you're playing solo, you can kind of um, fudge a lot of things if you want. And uh, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm playing a little bit loose with some of these things. Um, but we'll, we'll see where it takes us. Um, but yeah. I mean, I, th I think there might be some death happening anyway. Uh, I... I don't feel good about this. Okay, so there's a squirrel. That's the mishap. It's not that big of a deal, but it is It is kind of following us. It's it's kind of like hopping from tree to tree, you can say, along the riverside, chirping really loudly. And um, 
that's kind of annoying because it's it's kind of giving our position away if anyone like a bear is trying to is trying to follow us. Um, we'll say it's on the same side of the river as the bear, so if it's assuming it's the same one, it hasn't managed to cross. And we've just we've just basically um, yes, we've come across into into this one hex. Now the next question to ask is um, is asking the oracle if there is an encounter in this in this hex. So I roll my my d6 here. Is there an encounter in this hex? And we've got a wash here, which means that there is an adventure site. So if I go here to travel, nope, it's under lookups, I think. Yeah, my encounter oracle down here. Um, if it's if it's if, if it's nothing, if they don't cancel each other, if they cancel each other out, or there are no successes or um, skulls, um, it's an adventure site. So there's an adventure site here. Oh my god. I think it's worth determining what kind of adventure site. It's pretty obvious it's going to be down here. Um, and I think we'll do what I did before. I'll roll a d6 to determine what kind of adventure site it is. Um, and what we're going to do is... Uh, I think it's unlikely that there's going to be a village. So we'll, it'll be a village. A village would be really good, but this close to the um, this close to the, the gray bear... I mean, it could have some interesting... That, that could be an interesting kind of plot development, actually. Um, but I think it's unlikely. So we'll say it's a village on a 1. Um, it's a ruined castle on a 2 or a 3. And a 4, 5, or 6 is that it's a dungeon. So I'm going to roll that and we'll see what it says. A 2. So it's um, a ruined castle. Okay. That's fine. I'm going to leave it there for a minute because Yubi uh, is not about to get out right in the hex next to where this gray bear is and start investigating an adventure site because that is absolute folly. Uh, she's... Well, we still can't push on. There is an encounter there. We don't know exactly what's going on with that, but um, it's it's midnight. I, I think it's probably fairly, fairly safe to say that, um, you know, she's, she's probably splashing a bit. Um... Oh, and there's a castle looming up out of the darkness that she can see. I'm gonna roll for this actually. I'm gonna roll for the dungeon. We're gonna oh, sorry for the castle. We're gonna do a castle generator. Wolf tower. Location empty. I'm just gonna roll one extra and I'm gonna delete it. Okay, it's empty anyway. So um, there's a tower looming up out of the um, next to the river, but it appears to be empty. So that's fine. I'm gonna just gonna kind of leave that as it is, and we're going to kind of continue on our way. That's that's the plan there. So the next thing to do is to um, I don't need to roll her scouting roll to see if the encounter if whatever's at the encounter um, is she needs to see it coming or not. So I can just leave that as it is. But I did say every quarter day I would be rolling for this raft to see if it falls apart. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the oracle. The question is. Um, does the raft start falling apart? And I'm stacking the odds in favor of it of that happening. So I'm going to add a single success to whatever I roll here. So really, for it to not fall apart, I need to have at least two. Um, I need to have at least two failures. Those cancel each other out. That means a yes, but. So a yes, but result. I'm going to say is it does. Yes, it starts falling apart. But Yubi has time to get to shore before that happens. So she's going to paddle. I think she's going to paddle. I mean, looking at the map here, it, it kind of going going to the north side of like the north shore is technically in the in another hex. 
Um, so I think with the wolf tower being there, she's actually with it start falling apart. She's thinking, okay, this it seems to be a tower, um, a, a castle that is uninhabited. But of course, it's midnight, so maybe that's just the way. Like maybe she's just not really be able to tell what what's inside. Um, so she's gonna actually think that maybe she can hide. She can she and um, Udo can hide she can make a fire up at the top of the tower maybe or somewhere maybe there's some fortifications that can keep the bear out if she's lucky although of course she'd have to she'd have to kind of lug udo around um oh god that's another thing i didn't think about is you know making strength rolls um but yeah she's gonna get out she's gonna she's going to pull the the boat to shore on the south side and she's going to get into wolf tower um so that happens. Uh, we are progressing. I think I'm going to progress the thing here. It's it should be able to move two two um, hexes per quarter day. So I'm going to just kind of say because this is kind of happening. I think not too far into this hex. We're gonna. I'm just going to kind of play a bit loose again with this and say it's about halfway through this hex. Sorry, halfway through the quarter day, um, which is like three hours. You know, progressing the clock three hours, and. Um, it's going dark again yeah so the idea here is you know yubi's entering the entering the tower with udo and she grabs him like just manages to just get the raft on shore grabs udo under the armpits and kind of drags him onto the shore and is dragging him um dragging him into the you know into the into the tower and i think I'm gonna ask the oracle if Udo if Udo kind of wakes up at this. Like, does he does he kind of um, come like become conscious of it? Is he able to kind of like put an arm around her shoulder and help himself a little bit to to help him survive? So I'm going to I'm just gonna ask a straight up question of the oracle. I'm not actually going to. Um, I don't think I'm gonna stack it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I don't think so. So straight up question for the oracle. Um, is Udo, does Udo snap out of consciousness? And I got a single success, so yes, but. Uh, the yes, but is that he's in a lot of pain. He's not, I mean, he's, he's, he has to be, he's dragging his feet. It's very slow going. He has to make regular stops. And there's no way he's probably going to be able to make it up to the top of the tower on his own steam. Like, he's going to have to be, like, roped up there or, I don't know, something. And Yubi's not really strong enough, especially in the current state that she's in, to kind of do anything for him like that. So Yubi's going to look around for, um, you know, something inside the inside the tower to help them kind of survive this this day. Um, and what I'm actually going to do is there is actually a new a new castle macro for um, for the premium module for Forbidden Lands. I'm going to roll on that and get a little bit more detail about this. Let's see what it actually gives me, because at the moment all I've got is location. So I'm going to click on that, execute the macro, and here we got well, here we have this. So I'm going to change the name a bit here. We're going to call it um, Wolf Tower Official. Tower made of stone. That's nice that it's a tower <laughs> with three or more floors. From its top, one can watch far away over the lands. Original staff 12. Um, it was built to serve as a living space for something yeah, during the uh, built by a priest. ruined it's windy 
Is it empty? A few descendants of the builders still live here. Well, I've already I've already determined that it is empty, and I think it might be worth saying that the a few descendants of the builder used to live here, but they were recently killed, perhaps by the gray bear. Um, so I'll put it here. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, it's taking too long. Yeah. I think um I think that's probably fair to say. So we said two or three um two or three floors and with the butt, you know, I think I think we can assume that it's ruined, right? Um but people have been living here. So I think it's fair to say that maybe they've got some sort of like shelter on the ground level if the rest of it's ruined and windy and drafty. Maybe there's like a there's like some sort of um, a building, a more recent building on the ground floor. Um, but I've determined that it's empty already. And I think what's going to be happening is that Yubi's going to take Udo to this building, and she's going to notice that the door has been smashed off its hinges, and there's a we'll say that there's like a, a dead body lying in the in the like lying on the ground, ripped to pieces, um, and there's blood kind of everywhere. With the assumption being that the gray bear has already been here once and has basically um, killed the people that were living here. Um, so it's a bit grisly, but there is like there are some supplies in this in this house. Perhaps I'm gonna actually maybe roll for some supplies, some basic supplies, um, and more importantly, there's gonna be a hearth with a fire. So I think you know making camp is gonna be a cinch here. I'm gonna give. Um, I'm gonna give Yubi uh, a hand in in this role for like making camp as well. So this is basically she's gonna try and warm up, get rid of her cold condition. Um, she might even like just sleep because of because she's desperately tired, um, even though she knows that nobody's gonna be able to um, keep an eye out. I think she might be thinking perhaps the bear has left for a time and might be coming back late and come looking for them. Plus they went into the river, which would have lost their scent. So she's kind of banking on a few things here that the bear might need a bit of time to find them. So if she needs time to sleep, she should do it like now. So um, I'm going to basically say like for the rest of this, for the rest of this time, she's going to be making, I'm going to say it's only going to take half of a, um, oh God, should I really do this? Because, in my opinion, like making the making camp roll is also to find camp and to do that sort of thing, and that's why it takes so long to basically do that. But, but Yubi is planning on using a house, like occupying this house, using it for survival, and as a result of that, I think um, it do, it won't take as long, and I think she's going to be able to start a fire anyway. I just think that the making the roll, I mean, she's going to be able to make a camp and everything. But the role is going to be for um, the mishap. And I might make, make, make more than one mishap role for this as well. Well, we'll see. We'll see what the mishap role comes out with if she doesn't, if she doesn't succeed. Um, so, yeah. That's what we're going to do. So I'm going to have you be here um, make a survival role, which is what you roll for making camp. I'm going to give her a plus two modifier because of all the, like, it really should be fairly easy to do this. Um, but there is like there's a lot of blood. It's kind of there's a dead body outside which kind of smells. There's no way to close the door. Um, so if it is kind of windy or breezy, there's potential that like trying to start a fire. I mean there are still three three and a half walls, so it should be okay. She's getting a plus two, <clears throat> and she's got a success, which is great. There's no there's not going to be any kind of um, mishap 
she's managed to succeed, thankfully, and um, gets a fire going instantly. The the cold, like she's going to be spending some time with that. So uh, the first thing we're going to do is we're taking the cold condition away from her, and we're going to progress this clock to dawn. That's taken her that long to kind of get everything sorted. Um, and just as day is breaking, she's going to kind of um, wrap her blanket around her near the fire. She's got um, Udo wrapped up in his blanket near the fire, and she's going to fall asleep. And she's going to sleep for the entire morning, uh, quarter day, in front of a fire. So, I'm going to ask the Oracle if there is an encounter that happens while she is sleeping. And to do that, I'm going to do... uh, I mean, I've asked the question, is there an encounter while she's sleeping? Um, I'm not going to stack the odds or anything. I'm just going to make it a a generic, like a a base roll here. Yes, but. (laughs) Yes, there is an encounter, but maybe she doesn't, she's not like, she's so tired, she kind of isn't initially aware of it. So it's going to take her by surprise. And for this one, I'm going to roll in the generic encounter table, which is... One of these ones. There it is. Generic encounter encounter oracle. Scared hunters. Interesting. Um, so they're scared. They're not aggressive. Maybe they're scared because uh, because of the gray bear. Maybe the gray bear's been um, kind of harassing the area for a while. And I think they're gonna see the dead bodies outside. They're gonna see Yubi in the doorway, um, and they're going to they're going to leave. No, they're not going to leave her alone. They're not, they're going to very quietly creep in, and they're going to see if they can um, steal anything from the packs. And in fact, um, I think Yubi's probably got her pack like kind of near her, so she can go quite quickly. But Udo's is not, so they're gonna they're not going to risk waking um, Yubi. But they can tell that Udo maybe like he's he's a bit gray or something um, is quite poorly. So what they're gonna do is they're gonna they're gonna very quietly. In fact, no, they're just gonna they're just gonna take Udo's complete backpack and they're gonna steal his backpack, um, and that's gonna be the butt condition. Udo's backpack with everything in it is gone. It's been stolen by these these hunters. They're scared. They're perhaps in need of supplies themselves, and they've got a bit of a potential windfall here. So they're just gonna steal that, you know, and and get out of here. Um, they are going to be... We're in goblin territory, so I think it's fine for them to be goblins, um, which would make sense with them being nocturnal that this is happening, like, in the wee hours of the night, potentially, or in the morning, I should say. So, like, they don't ex- necessarily expect Yubi to be waking up. Um, and she, because the butt, she doesn't wake up through this. They managed to do it, and I'm just going to... I'm not going to make a scouting roll for her. I'm not going to make a stealth roll for them. I'm just going to do it narratively because of that yes but result. And we're going to advance the clock to... Um, to noon, Yubi's gonna wake up, and she's gonna maybe see some footprints, like tracking. Um, you know, she's gonna notice that something's not quite right, and she's gonna instantly, like, as she starts looking around, Udo's backpack is gone, with everything that was in it. She didn't have time to go through and like change stuff around or anything like that. Um, she just kind of put it near him and kept hers with her. So that's that kind of is getting her down, definitely getting her down. And um, but at the same time, I can look at her. I can look at her here. One thing I didn't do actually was I needed to roll for her to eat and drink, so I need to do that before she can actually, because um, her, her food might be out. This is, would be very devastating if her, her food runs out right now. <laughs> She's got no food. <laughs> She's eaten the last of her food. 
And Udo had some food in his pack, but it's gone now. She drinks from her water skin. She's fine with her water skin, but she's got no food. <laughs> but that's fine because she's able to survive, right? We go back here. We can get rid of all of her, um, all of her damage here. She's not sleepy. She's not cold. She's back to full full strength. She's at fighting fit capability. Um, and I was planning for this to be the last the last session of um, potentially the last session of the campaign, depending on what had happened. Um, but we've kind of we're kind of running out of time. I thought maybe because if this was the last session of the of the season, uh, that I could drag it on a little bit longer, make it last a bit longer. Um, but I don't see. I want it. There's a there's a potential way. I want this. I'm thinking that this could come to a close, which is them getting to the village that they're heading towards, and seeing if Udo, like regardless of whether Udo survives the journey or not, getting there is is kind of like it seems like a nice rounding point for this campaign to bring it to a close. So I don't think we're going to get anywhere near that with this session. Maybe the next session or the section session after we can get that we can actually achieve that. Um, so I'll be kind of um, doing a little a few things here now to kind of bring this session to a close. But yeah, there will be more. <laughs> uh, so one thing I've got a timer here. Um, I've got a timer for the bear. I'm not saying how long it is. It's on a piece of paper. Um, I'm I'm filling in one of the tracks for the the bear the bear timer. Um, I'm also filling in a, um, a track for Udo's timer uh, because we said that Udo was going to die on the um, at noon on the third of Winter Rise. It's noon. In fact, I just need to update this one here very quickly. Uh, I realize I'm kind of jumping in and out of, of Foundry. Apologies. Um, so we're now at we're now at noon on the first of winter rise and it's on the third of winter rise at noon that udo is going to perish um so yeah udo is still it's you know he's he's slept he's no longer cold or anything like that but he's still in a bad way um still probably going to be drifting in and out of consciousness anytime i think if i need him to kind of help walk it's going to be an oracle role to see if he's able to do that if he's able to kind of like wake up and help a little bit with like moving and stuff but as soon as i think the the result is going to be um you know if he's able to do that it's going to be very very limited what he can do um but yeah this is this is where we're ending it i mean things are not going well at all for our um for our two adventurers here um i mean in one respect the fact that yubi has managed to you know, not die of cold um, and has managed to get a fire going to get rid of that condition is really, really good. But we're now in, she's now in a very desperate position where she's got no food and spending time to hunt or forage is going to take precious time that she doesn't really have. And she knows this and she really needs to get moving to get to this village. So she can't she needs a raft she needs to she needs some way of transporting udo because she can't carry him all the way like the kilometers that would be required i think it's 10 kilometers for the size of a hex from memory um so we're talking like you know 20 to 30 kilometers to get to where this village is and she's not even sure she's not got a map in front of her she's not exactly sure she just knows that roughly that this river that there's a village at the like at the fork of this river a little bit a, a little bit further up river um so so really yeah, things are kind of there's there's kind of the chalk and cheese. There's some good and some bad news going on here for for UB. I mean, really, Udo's pack getting stolen is not great at all. Um, but it is what it is, right? We're gonna we're rolling with the oracle, rolling with what's happened, 
and um, that's where we're going to end it. So, yeah. Thank you very much for watching. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to wait and see what happens here. Um, the next episode is probably not going to be live. This is only live because um, Tony, the, the guy who helps with the editing of this of this um, campaign, is on holiday. And I have I've been really busy. I haven't had time to pre-record anything or to do the editing myself. Um, so that's why I'm doing a live one. Uh, Tony's going to be back next week, back from his holiday. And I'm going to try and record a session um, before, you know, this week's, before this week is finished. Um, so that either he or I or the two of us together can actually get something ready for Thursday. So we won't have any of the, maybe some of these streaming issues that we've had today or the, um, maybe the patchy, the patchy sound if that's happened. Apologies for that, but it is what it is. Um, I'm actually getting a new internet connection in two weeks, which I'm very, very thrilled about. So hopefully that will resolve a lot of the problems I'm having at the moment with, with my internet. So thank you very much. Um, if you haven't already, you can follow me um, on the various uh, you know social media sites that are kind of at the bottom of this ticker here. I'm most active on Discord. If you haven't already, please hit the uh, like and subscribe buttons um, for this channel and for this video as it really helps the channel to grow. And if you've got any questions, drop them in the um, comments of this video or head over to one of my social media sites that you can see down below um, to get in touch with me. Discord, as I've said, is the best place to get in touch. Um, but if you leave a comment in the video, I'll, I'll definitely see it and respond to it as well. So thank you very much and um, catch you next time for the continued adventures of, of Yubi at this stage. <laughs> Cheers and goodbye.